Hello and welcome to Zoom with Zarni. Today is Thursday, April 27th, and I'm very happy to interview, bring you my interview today, Emily Essie. She is a new candidate for Onondaga County Clerk, uh, a fine candidate, uh, an upcomer in the Democratic Party. She's getting a lot of, uh, uh, you know, statewide recognition already, and she hasn't even launched her campaign. In fact, she's launching it tonight. Uh, and, uh, and those of you who know uh, and been watching my weekly wonks and uh, all my other uh, stuff that I've uh, been talking about a county clerk race for quite some time because we came tantalizingly close to uh, winning that race uh, four years ago. And it was kind of a surprise in a race that didn't have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, effort and, and uh, time behind it. But now with this campaign, with a, uh, Emily Essie, I think you're going to see a very active campaign that's going to really um, talk about modernizing and changing and bringing a new generation of leadership into county government. I think you're going to really enjoy her interview. Uh, we're still waiting on the New York State budget. Uh, as of today, uh, uh, Wednesday night, when I recorded this little segment, uh, there's still no budget, though it's we are being told it's close, maybe by uh, this weekend, maybe by my uh, commissioner in the car next Tuesday, we'll have some ideas of what's in the budget and what and how that helps uh, elections. Uh, and we're continuing our hearing process at the Onondaga County Board of Elections. Uh, most of the hearings have not uh, been surprising. In fact, uh, they've gone along the uh, recommendations from our bipartisan staff. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to be finishing that up on Friday, and then on Thursday, we have a court case uh, uh, as well. So by next week, we will have a final uh, list of races for uh, the primaries in Onondaga County for the June primary. Uh, so that being said, that's a quick uh, roundup. I'm going to get you to my interview with Emily Essie, who's running for Onondaga County Clerk. And please in stay and enjoy the interview. Bye-bye. And we're back. And I'm very happy to have my good friend, Emily Essie. I met Emily this year, and she is running for county clerk. Uh, she's an incredible candidate. I'm so happy to have her come on Zoom with Zarni. Emily, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. So sweet. Nice introduction. <laughs> well, you know, that's what this is about. It's about introducing you. You're a first-time candidate, and you're running for uh, county clerk, which is a big office. But before we get into all of that, I think the people want to know, who is Emily Essie? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, Emily Essie, I was born and raised here in Syracuse. I'm from the east side, um, true local, true native. I went to Ed Smith, Levy, and Nottingham and grew up right around the Westcott area. Um, I come from a family of immigrants. My father came here from Jordan, he immigrated in the 70s. Um, Jordan is a very tiny country in the Middle East, for those who don't know, uh, right near uh, Syria and Lebanon. And yeah, like I said- Not he, just he, the town and village out in <laughs> the, the eastern part of uh, uh, of our county, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, not to be confused with. Um, yeah, and my mom is actually from DeWitt, so she is a, a local as well. She grew up, she went to JD, my dad went to Nottingham. So even though he immigrated here, we're all locals. Um, 
Yeah. So after Nottingham, I graduated and I decided I really wanted to leave the country. <laughs> so I left and I went up to Montreal and I did an undergrad up at McGill. I did an international development bachelor of arts and then quickly moved back home and did a master of public administration here right in our backyard at Syracuse University. Um, great program. It was a year long, intensive, no breaks. And I graduated and then hit the, <laughs> the hit the road with my career. Um, I spent most of my 20s traveling and working, um, trying to get experience in other countries. I was, you know, trying to get on that international development path. Um, I did some time in South Africa, working at a nonprofit in Cape Town, and then moved over to the Peace Corps in Ukraine. And I was there for about two and a half years. Um, yeah, so just a lot of community development and <laughs> doing as much as I could in different places. And I really gained a lot of perspective that I think, you know, moving back home, I think it's helped me have just a broader perspective on life. And so, and so you're back here now. By the way, I I went to H.W. Smith Levy. Uh, oh, okay. So I was the other Smith. So yep. we, we, uh, we, we were many years apart, though. But <laughs> that, but that, that I was the other Smith. But uh, so, uh, but you're back in Syracuse now, and where and where do you work now? So yeah, so after the Peace Corps, I moved back home to the U.S. home, um, moved down to the city, and I was working at the Harlem Children's Zone. And then when the pandemic hit, I quickly realized just how much I wanted to, and needed to be home. Um, so now I've been working at home headquarters for the past uh, little over two years, and I've been working as a grant and data specialist there, um, helping the program and contract team with compliance, uh, managing our grants and reporting and making sure that, you know, we're in compliance with all of our funding contracts. So you're one of the pandemic stories. That, there was a lot of these stories where younger people were moving into Syracuse during the pandemic from bigger cities uh, for economic opportunities, but also to be home with their families as well. And so you're Absolutely. part of that, right? Absolutely. I absolutely loved working down in the city. I loved my job at the Harlem Children's Zone. But, you know, having all these experiences in other places, something that I always felt was this almost like this longing for the impact in my own community. I was always an outsider in whatever community I was working in. And that really, you know, I, I missed my family when I was in New York and had the opportunity, obviously living in New York City, to travel back home and spend a lot of time going back and forth. And I, I just realized, you know, this is my home and this is the community that I care about. And I do not regret it. I'm so happy to be back. I love Syracuse and I love living here. So thanks for having me back, Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's glad to have you back, Emily. Uh, but uh, so you're running for county clerk. Uh, it's a countywide position. Um, before we get in, well, you know what, let's get right, get, get right into this. So why should people care about the county clerk race? Uh, I'm, I'm sure many people yeah. don't even know what it does. Uh, but why do you think yeah. people should care about this race? You know, that's absolutely true. A lot of people, A, don't really know what the county clerk does, and B, if they do know, they don't realize that it's an elected position. Um, I think the county clerk is actually one of the oldest 
elected positions in our government. Is that correct? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, it, it's actually what they call the, the constitutional uh, offices. So you have DA, sheriff, and county clerk. Uh, county exec is not a constitutional office as prescribed oh, yeah. by the New York State Constitution. It's one of the only three that are, 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 are named in our New York State Constitution as every county must have. There you go. And the, you know, the county clerk, it's really the keeper of almost the keeper of our history in the county. You know, we're, we, I say we, I'm not there yet. <laughs> the county clerk okay, is- Okay, we're going to wish cast this. We're going to get this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's that word? Manifesting, right? Um, but, but like I said, you know, the keeper of, you know, land, um, documents and you know deeds and mortgages and you you can get a passport at the county clerk the county clerk runs the dmv the county clerk impacts every citizen's daily life whether they realize it or not and there are programs that you know within the county clerk's office that i think people they don't even realize it's a county clerk initiative um people should care about it because our county is really diverse um our elected officials should represent that. And I want to be a part of that change. I think it's important to have more Democrats in positions of, you know, elected positions in our county. Um, yeah. So what what do you think about your background is going to lead you to do be successful uh, as our next county clerk? You know, I've given a lot of thought to this question and you know, it's, a, it's an elected position and, uh, you know, I'm counting on the community to believe in me. But at, at the end of the day, I have to believe in myself, too. And I, I really thought about why am I qualified for this position? And, you know, the truth is it's an administrative role and there are some really specific skills that I believe the county clerk needs to have. Um, I think, you know, it's a customer service oriented department. So being able to work with people and to understand the needs of the community I think that's really important. Being able to manage programs and have innovative ideas for new programs, because yes, this is a historic position and it's a historic department, but what are we doing to modernize the department? So I think that will be really important if I'm elected to focus on those, um, those components. And, you know, it's administrative. So being able to manage a team, being able to think strategically and effectively and economically, uh, managing the budget. I think I have, you know, I keep saying I think, I have the experience, my resume proves it, and I'm happy to talk more about it, but I have experience, you know, managing grants and um, creating and implementing programs, not for nothing, in a foreign country, and in a foreign language with people that I have to build relationships with and build community with. So I, I really do believe that my background has given me the skills and the foundation to be successful in this role. Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's why I when I first met you and you were uh, thinking about running for this, this is why I was I was very impressed with your background and mm -hmm. and the diverse in not just you know in not just in the traditional sense of diversity, but in your skill set in the different roles that you've done. Because the county clerk is like a jack of all trades. You're doing a little bit of everything in our county. And uh, and you're doing it uh, with you know with, with not a lot of praise and not a, you know not not a lot of spotlight, but it sure. could be more. It could it could it could definitely be more. But you know, and I think the people that have been following this podcast and and some of my writings on my website 
know that the county clerk has actually been a race that we've almost won a couple of different times as Democrats. We have a, a purple county uh, that votes blue in even years and in odd years, sometimes still blows blue. I mean, we've won uh, several judge races countywide, several of the sheriff's race. We've uh, won the county comptroller's race four years ago. We got within five points of winning the county clerk race five years ago or four years ago. So, but it is a countywide race. So what are you looking to do uh, uh, to put together a winning campaign uh, for this race? That's a great point, you know, about being purple. And it just speaks again to the diversity that I was talking about in our county. Um, I think, you know, first of all, I have a great team that I've started to put together. I'm really proud of the people that I've <laughs> been able to pull in. Um, you know, having a great campaign manager and, you know, almost an assistant campaign manager. So maybe even to say two campaign managers, I think we're really focusing on analyzing the voters. So, you know, I come from a background where I'm working with data all the time. And I want to use that to my, you know, to my advantage in this race. I want to look at who are swing voters? What, you know, what suburban families out there are you know, not stuck on the Republican line. How can I build relationships and, you know, get myself out there and communicate with the whole county and to energize them to understand that I'm the right candidate? You know, it is tough. We're going against an incumbent. This is her second term. She's running for her third. And I understand that challenge. But I think if we're looking at the data and we're being strategic in how we're targeting our universe, our universes, um, I think we'll have a chance and I think we'll be able to swing some of those, you know, they might be Republican on paper, but they might have some ideals and values that align with us. So you've touched on this a little bit, but what what are some of the things that you're hoping to do uh, when you win, uh, you know, in the, your, your first term? You know, what, what, are, the, what are the, you know, obviously... We have a whole campaign to go, and 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 there's a lot of things that are you know that are going to change throughout this campaign. But at this point, what are some of the things that you're looking at as wanting to tackle in your first year in office? Sure. So, like I mentioned, in my opinion, this department is a customer service department. I think analyzing, you know what services are we providing and where are there gaps in service and who's lacking access to our services, that should be a priority. Um, are we getting out to the rural areas? Do we have mobile services? Um, do we have things like translation services? We have a large community of refugees and new Americans. Are we reaching them at the county clerk's office? Um, I think that would be my number one priority is focusing on service delivery and then from there, you know, there's so many ways that can branch out. I think the county, um, the, the clerk's office has a lot of opportunity to collaborate with other agencies um, for, for more innovative programs. We've seen, you know, there's the veteran program. Um, I believe the county clerk uh, collaborated with the uh, police department on some programs. I, I think there's a lot more room for that. And in order to be innovative and bring more attention to the county clerk's office and what services we provide. I think that would be a great 
component to to keep exploring. Um, yeah, I love that idea about mobile uh, uh, office hours. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen any real county department do a great deal about that, uh, including my county department, just because it's it does, difficult. Yeah, yeah it, it's difficult to do, and it, it's it's but as an elected official for the county clerk, unlike other county department heads, you're, you're going to have a lot more control over that. So I love that that's part of your uh, your game plan, so to speak, when you get in there. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it all speaks to modernizing the department. I mean, things like just even the website. I know that it lives on the, on the county website. Um, there's a page for the county clerk. But those types of things even, you know, relate to the access issue. Is it user-friendly? Um, you know, it's 2023. Our county should be in 2023 and our website should, you know, I think some revamping is due. Yeah. And, and as a county department head, I can tell you that, yeah, yeah, we live on the, the, the county IT shell, but we did, we decide as county departments, what's in those pages. And the and, and, I mean, if you go to the BOE, page it's incredibly extensive and we work with that you know it depends it really depends on what the department wants to do i mean yeah you got to work through the county resources but you know the, the it department is willing to do just about anything you want if, I'm if, sure. if, if as long as it's secure um so so as you're uh you know formulating your plan and and, and working and getting out there what what are some of the things that you're hoping uh, that you well actually that you need from the public right I mean this is not a campaign that can be won by yourself you have a kickoff coming up soon right what, what Ew, that's what, right what's what's tell me about that so on Thursday uh, of this um, coming week the day this is airing yep this will be <laughs> that tonight, that night yep tonight yes. <laughs> <laughs> got myself. So tonight uh, we will be having our kickoff event. I'm very excited about it. Um, the You know, the point is really I want to get out into the community, introduce myself and just do exactly what we're doing now. I want to introduce myself. I want to energize the community, get people to be excited about the county clerk's office. You know, I mean, I can speak for myself and my, you know, little bubble of people, we've got a lot of work to do to get people excited about the county clerk. Um, I just know that, just like you said earlier, a lot of people don't really know what the clerk's office does. And I'm excited to get out there and introduce that to, to, to the community. But in terms of support, I'm really looking for people to be enthusiastic about change. I think having more Democrats in elected positions is more important than ever right now. Um, and I'm passionate about that. And I think, I think our county is too, and it's time to show up for that and make it happen. Yeah, I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly. And I think what people don't realize is that when people like yourself are willing to put your name on the line, you know, and, 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 and put your life on hold for a year to run for an office, you're not doing it necessarily for glory. This is not like, you know, you, you, you're out there because you want to make the world a better place. And it's not like you don't got a lot of stuff going on. You're you're getting married in a month, right? That's right. Less than a month in two and a half weeks. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 
But you still can't believe that? <laughs> yeah, I said something like that, but yes, I still can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, you got a lot going on and you've decided that with all that stuff going on and moving back to Syracuse and, and, and you want to be a, a greater part of this community and that's admirable. And I want to thank you for that because it, it, it's tough to put your name on the line, you know, and, 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 you know, put your family through a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of nights that you're going to be out knocking doors and, and, and talking to people and you could be just deciding to just live your best life. And you're not, you're, you're giving it up to, to serve your community. I find that admirable. Thank you. And you know, when you say that out loud, it's funny to hear you say that, but to me, this is living my best life. I do feel like, you know, I'm passionate about our community and passionate about winning this race and this is me living my best life. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't admit that, but <laughs> no, it's okay because you know we're we're both a couple of nerds, and it's okay to do that. It's, it's but you know what? That's what people want in these offices. They want people that are passionate about the office, not just using it as a stepping stone to get somewhere else, and wanting to de wanting to uh, deliver services to the people. And that's that's good government, and that's why we're we're we should have campaigns to have those discussions. Well, we're getting kind of near the end of what uh, I like to have is the length of uh, this podcast, but I always end with my final question, which is what haven't we talked about? What What is something that we haven't talked about tonight that you really desperately want the public to know about yourself, your, your campaign, the office, whatever you want? Yeah, this is a tough question. Yeah, it is, it uh, is. <laughs> well, Something I really want to talk about. <laughs> I'm just going to load myself up like that. No, to, to be honest, I, I think it's important to talk about just the fact that this is a really winnable race. I think, you know, at first I was really feeling maybe shy or timid to have that kind of confidence. But, you know, the more I'm getting into this and meeting people and meeting with different committees across the county, we need to talk about how winnable this county clerk position is and what we can do for the county. Um, I think there needs to be more awareness of that simple fact. And I think if everyone gets on board and, you know, the support is there, it's it's going to happen in November. And I feel really good about that. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I, I think that, it, you know, I've actually been using the county clerk race as one of my standard races in my weekly walks for the last couple of years because it is a race where we got tantalizingly close four years ago right. and really there was you know with with no it was an afterthought race there was a county exact race going on a county controller race going on and sure. and and so four years ago the county was not as blue as it is now and it was within five points i think it was like 4.7 points and and we did in that same year win the county controller We've won judges countywide, even Congress. We won Onondaga County, you know, a couple of times uh, over the last couple of cycles, even though we ended up losing in the other counties. Well, the other counties aren't part of this race. It's just Onondaga County. And oh, yeah. even in odd years, we have a really good track record of uh, putting people in office uh, countywide for judges and also with the county comptroller and the sheriff now. So, we actually have a, a really good chance at any county race, and especially this one. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I know we talk so much about blue versus red, but at the end of the day, I want people to realize that I'm the right candidate, not just I'm a Democrat. I, I do think that this is a position that a lot can happen in. And I, I have the momentum right now. I have the drive. I, I think, you know, I want people to believe in me as a candidate and not just as the Democratic candidate from either side. Yeah, I think that's right, because you can't like the county clerk race. Well, you know, Democrats and Republicans have different philosophies on many different things. I think it's modern versus, you know, status quo. It's change versus stagnant. So, you know, that that's probably the choice that we're looking at here. And I'm excited to see someone who's embracing modernization and change because that's something that county government always needs absolutely so emily uh where can people find you on the web uh, facebook twitter all of that you can find me my website is emilyse.com and you can also find me on instagram vote emily essie and also on facebook vote emily essie so I've got to get my Twitter set up, but it'll also be vote Emily Essie. <laughs> okay. Well, but all of that will be in the show notes, uh, you know, and, and so you don't have to write it down. Um, we're going to put it right in there and you can click on it, follow her, uh, go to her kickoff event tonight. Night, 5.30. 5.30. Where is it? Um, 505 Westcott Street. Okay. So it's Moon, is that Moonshots or is it? Yes. Not, yep. yeah. So 505 Westcott. It's going to be a great time. Uh, yeah. and, uh, please go there and participate and make sure that, uh, uh, you know, if you, when you meet Emily, you're going to say, I want to work for her. I know it. So just go there and help her out. And, uh, and, and Emily, thank you so much for thank putting you. your forward, for spending some time with us tonight and, uh, and for running for County Clerk. Thank you so much. This has been really great chatting with you. And that was my interview with Emily Essie who is an incredible candidate for Onondaga County Clerk, please make sure you go and like and follow her. She's got uh, a great amount of uh, momentum already, and I think she's going to be uh, a very surprising candidate uh, this fall, and you'll be able to find her on the Democratic line, uh, and, she, and maybe some other lines as well. We're going to have to see how that goes. So uh, next week, um, on my, this weekend on the Weekly Walk, I'll be doing the Town of DeWitt, as I have already up there uh, on DustinZarney.com, I have uh, the town of Clay that I did this last weekend. Uh, my next commissioner in the car will be uh, uh, will be on the wrapping up of the hearing process, a preview of the the primary, and uh, and maybe some New York State budget news. Who knows? That'll be next Tuesday, and then next week I will not be doing a Zoom with Zarney because I'll be doing a Zarney seminar. Uh, I'll be doing his army seminar on how to vote absentee uh, in this year's elections. Uh, I didn't get to do my seminar. I usually do these once a month, but it, there was not um, nothing to really do this on in April. Uh, but uh, in May, I'm going to be talking about absentee voting in this year's primary and general election. So uh, stay tuned for that seminar. And then I'll be back with Zoom and Zarni and candidate interviews uh, uh, in the following weeks. Thank you very much and enjoy your day.